Oh, Hannah Gelb, Hannah Gelb. I am so happy that today we are doing a uh, pressure-free podcast. You know, unlike last week's Colors episode, which I thought was uh, heavy and hard-hitting. Well, I do... Like, the subject matter was not that heavy, but I feel like we were both feeling... Like, there's just a, a a current of, like, steel going through that whole thing. We're like, yeah, the color's fucking awesome. <laughs> a current of steel. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. If you like listening to currents of steel, you're going to love today's episode. Wait, that's not what I mean. Hello, this is Analyze This, the self-help podcast that just can't help itself. I'm one of two Hannahs, Hannah Hart. I'm Hannah Gelb. And today, we are going to chit-chat about the things... That are happening in our lives. For instance, I've gone on vacation, quote unquote, but not really. And uh, Hannah has to go to work at 7 a.m. every day. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait till you guys hear about this. Enjoy. Um, Yeah, we all. Okay. Hello, everyone. Before, hey before I forget, I would like to say, before we started recording, Hannah Hart was like, you know, I was listening to some other podcasts, and we are, like, really way too hard on ourselves. <laughs> so true. I think we should remember we're always doing better than we think. Dude, I wish I could believe that. But yes. I mean, <laughs> here we are. We're if showing they, up. God. <laughs> oh, I, bet, I bet you're right. Yeah, here we are showing up. And showing up from two very different um, standpoints of grievances. Because, uh, mm. Hannah, I have some grievances I would like to air um, mm. that involve uh, being at this Airbnb I booked for the month of August. Oh, my good. Okay, please. Please. <sighs> Look, I'm very, I'm very grateful that we tried to find a way to take a vacation that was within our realms of safety. And, look, I, I, I know I, I could, in theory get on an airplane. And I know I could, in theory, drive across the country. I just either feel like I'm scared for me or like I'm scared for the people I come in contact with. I just, it's like a nightmare, dude. I'm so trapped inside my head. Anyway, so Elle and I tried to do right by each other by being like, look, let's get out of LA. We'll go somewhere with a pool. Um, and so we had a, this brilliant idea to uh, <laughs> drive from the Oceanside city of Los Angeles uh, just to inland, you know, just deeper into <laughs> the California <laughs> desert. We were like, you know what? Instead of going west towards the water, let's go east towards you guys the come sun. visit me next time. I suggested San Diego. There's there's a whole series of things, man. Like if you're somebody that likes to try and make well-informed pros and cons based decisions, get mm. ready for the nightmare of the result of ours. No, uh, we have a dog mm. and we have two cats. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking for a place to stay that's pet friendly for 30 days. That's rough. That's, that's rough. It's a little yeah. rough. Options are limited. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So additionally, we're trying to really be budget conscious. And um, anyway, long story short, we decided to go to beautiful, beautiful Palm Springs, but we couldn't afford it anywhere in Palm Springs. So we went outside Palm Springs. We thought, oh, we'll go. How different could it be? 
What about a cathedral city? That sounds beautiful. What a beautiful name. I mean, it sounds very grand and... Uh, Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> cathedral city. And the day we arrive, it was a mere 117 degrees. Shut yes. up. You know, it's kind of ominous, Kelby, because as Ella and I were driving in to the desert. Wait, not 107. 117. No, today it's 106, which is downright pleasant. 117. That's how hot. 117. Dude, that is like biblical Mideast yeah, temperatures. Dude, no. <laughs> Hannah, yeah, when I said it's been really hot, okay, the hundreds, I can... Convince myself I can handle the hundred tens. Uh, 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 I've passed out twice. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, not in like, um, I mean, yeah, I have. I really, I wasn't ready for the heat. I've, I've faked it. But what can I say? I'm a delicate rose. <laughs> you are. You're a delicate but, flower. Gelby, as we were driving in, we saw that all, all the traffic going in was free and clear. Like it took us an hour and 40 minutes from our house to get to this house. And we were like, Damn. An hour and 40 minutes, that's nothing. Amazing. And then as we're driving in, on the opposite side of the freeway, the traffic was just completely backed up. And I was like, ha ha, do you think everybody's trying to get out of the desert? (laughs) Uh, Thank you for letting me get this off my chest so that I have enough room for your grievances as well, because I, I just had to, I had to, I had to step into the front of the line. No, for a second. of course, of course, my friend. <sighs> so we arrive at the Airbnb and yeah, it's like a hundred, it, it has gone between 116, 120 degrees the entire first week we were here, um, which, which uh, will like uh, melt your shoes. It sounds which like. will melt your shoes. Um, I can't take Luna on a walk. I can't take myself on a walk. So that's an unfortunate thing just for my mental health, right? Yeah. Uh, And then we get here and we chose this Airbnb because here's here's a pro. There's a pool table. Amazing. And there's a swimming pool. Also amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, The swimming pool does have a loud vacuum hose snake thing inside it, which apparently has to be inside it all the time. And it makes a tick, 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 tick sound. So it's kind of like the crocodile of Peter Pan. It's just always making that sound. Dude, I need you to know that I have so much compassion for this, what you are saying right now. I have so much compassion for you because I have been afraid of those things my entire life. I hate drains and I hate sucky things and I hate machines with no face. So I've always always hated pool cleaning things they're like horrible monsters to me and this pool cleaning thing yeah this pool cleaning thing is a giant hose thing it's called a mamba after the snake and it's in the the poisonous one (laughs) yeah and it's in the pool 24 7 going just counting down the seconds till our death yeah as it sucks along the bottom and it's always going. And I talked to the pool guy about it, guys, because I'm not here. I'm not one to just sit in suffering. I am not one to sit in suffering. I will do my best to find a solution. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I talked to the pool guy and he's like, oh yeah, just leave that in there. I was like, yeah, but like we have a dog and like 
we're trying to teach her how to swim. Like she swims. And also it's just, it's always ticking. So how do you take it out? He's like, well, <laughs> I mean, if you take it out, the pool's going to get dirty. And I'm like, so this is the only filter. And he's like, it's attached to the filter. I was like, so the filter will run if this is not inside the pool. And he's like, it's best just to leave it in the pool. I'm like, I'm going to scream. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So that's fine, though, because it's pretty hot outside. So we got this place because there's a pool table and a pool. And because Ella and I, Ella last year, had this vision of having friends come every weekend. Like uh, we went to Palm Springs last year and we had friends coming. You stayed for like a week. We had friends coming every weekend and it was really nice. It was a break from the from the reality of the pandemic. So we were like, oh, even though we can't have such a luxurious experience, let's still try and create a space where people can can come. So everybody can't come until the last weekend we're here, like the 27th, mm-hmm. uh, and we leave the 30th. Also, additionally, we got a three-bedroom place. Um, the beds are all children's beds. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that you and Ella are sleeping in like separate twin beds? We're sleeping in separate beds, yeah. Okay. Because uh, there's one, like one queen mattress in the hottest room that's by like the garage that's like so hot. And then, but it doesn't, it's not attached to like the bathroom room. And then the one that's attached to the bathroom room has two separate beds. And then the the third bedroom has two separate, like straight up, like twin beds and they even have like animal print sheets like for children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I find I am I'm disturbed because <laughs> because if you're like Woo, we're gonna because the rest of the house is decorated with I'm looking at two separate pieces of kissy face lip art. The rest of the house is decorated in black and red tones oh. but the sheets on the beds are like children's sheets. That is very strange. Very incongruous. It's Black and red, those is. are like bachelor pad colors. Yeah. <laughs> so the living room, so all the pictures that were in the photos, uh, the living room is black and red, like come here for your Coachella weekend, et cetera. Check out the pool, blah, 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 vibes. But then the bedrooms are... Um, 1990s era spring mattress uh, children's sheets beds. Have you been able to get any sleep? Are they comfortable? No, they're very uncomfortable. However, I did bring my own pillow and the gravity blanket because oh, I was like, Thank God. I'll sleep. I can sleep on the floor <laughs> with my brothers. No, Hannah, I have been desperately trying to make this relaxing. So last but not least, one of the other major things that influenced our decision to choose this particular place, not only was it the multiple bedrooms of which no one will use, uh, not only was it the pool, which has a snake in it, <laughs> it was that, oh, by the way, both the pool umbrellas. So even when you try and get shade from the heat, the pool umbrellas are broken. Man. They're broken. So I texted the landlord or the owner and I was like, hey, man, like, I just want you to know, like, we arrived and these are broken. And he's like, oh, yeah, those are. All good. What? No, not all good. <laughs> not all good. Oh, yeah. Didn't, didn't think you knew those. I mean, it's only 117. <laughs> he, the the wow. owner of this home is for sure. Uh, the house itself also sticks out like a sore thumb in the neighborhood. 
which is clearly made up of people who work um, in and around Palm Springs, like people who are like just trying to live their lives, even though they have been pushed out into the um, shadeless. Oh, that the other thing is that where we are, it's like flat. So when the sun rises to where the sun sets, the sun is above us. So that's another big difference about Palm Springs is that Palm Springs has a mountain and like the foothills to cover it. This doesn't. It, uh, this also gets like um, a pocket of hydrogen gas, which smells like rotting eggs, unless the wind is so strong it's breaking the pole umbrellas. So, yeah, you get it. So the last, this is the last thing I'll say for my grievances, man. Because Ella and I, we really wanted and needed, we wanted to do something nice for ourselves. Both of us are less comfortable here than we would be if we were at home. And that is some, I don't even know what to make of that at this point, moment right now. Last but not least, as you know, I've become very, thank you, by the way, for listening so deeply, Hannah. As I, and thank you, earbuds, for listening to this rant, I guess, you know? Oh, okay. I'm going to say this, and then there's another thing. And then I promise I'm going to stop talking, and we're going to be able to. Just, just keep it coming, are you, dude. Let's just, are you sure? Let's are you get sure? Just, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I understand when you have a vision and a dream, and you know, when you're trying just, you're so quite, hard uh, to feel like you deserve something and then it's not what like you're trying so hard to be like it's worth it for us to make the effort to go on a vacation even though we can't go on a vacation mm-hmm. and then the following so <sighs> before i get into the final grievance I would like to say that after arrival, our sweet puppy Luna has done, did something I've never seen her do before, which is that she, she peed and pooped on every bed. be back right after this. She she peed on pooped on every bed. <laughs> to bed like systematically yes because what happened was is luna has traveled with us and she goes on her puppy pads and she also goes pee pee when we take her outside to go pee pee like and even if i say it too much she'll probably be like huh you know maybe we'll do it like she's very well trained we've had her you know since she was 11 12 weeks old and since that day i've been like you know acclimating her to the systems of our family and and training her and so she's without a shadow of a doubt a very well-trained dog Right? Like, Luna's a good girl. Yeah. Hannah, do you, do you agree? I need, oh, like, an unbiased. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Looney Tunes? Sorry, I just got, I got distracted just thinking of her little face and, like, I know. she's so cute. <laughs> she's so cute and so sweet and only wants to do right, 
You know, oh she doesn't gosh. want to mess up. Yes, she's such. Oh, she she's like a little pony. We decided she's like a little yes. a little baby pony. She's always trotting yes. around, and then she'll jump yes. on her hind legs and be like, "I just love you so much because I'm a dog." Please <laughs> dance with me. You want to dance? Take me for a spin. Yes. Oh, she just is full of love. So yeah, so I wake up like this, literally like the second morning. And I'm like, oh, Luna didn't go on her pee-pee pads. I wonder what she did. Oh, my God. And discovered that on one of the children's beds, she had peed, like, the entirety of her bladder and pooped on the bed, dude. Like, on the sheets. Like, I've n- I, it's just, it's, I've heard about cats, you know, being, like, territorial and, like, I'm uncomfortable. Let me do this. Mm-hmm. But the cats have gone in their litter box. Like, it was, I, I just was like, Luna, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we cleaned all the sheets. We did the whole thing. We shut the door to that room. We were like, oh, geez, Louise. Well, that was crazy. Then the next day, I wake up and I discover that she has again done this on the other guest bed of the other room. Pee and poop. Okay. So Can I just strip- ask, in this moment, how did you keep it together? <laughs> I would be like... <laughs> I passed out. I've, I've gotten a nosebleed since I got here. Oh, no. So now, Hannah, not only have I been creeped out by these beds, I have now stripped them myself, thus revealing every mattress in the Airbnb. And I don't know if you know this, but for those, if you stay in Airbnbs, you know the last thing you ever want to see is what the mattress looks like. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't want to know what kind of nasty pillow from the back of your garage you found and threw in here. I don't want to see what aged, like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. I want to maintain the illusion. Yep. (laughs) I don't want to see your sweat-stained, retired (laughs) mattresses, man. Because that's what an Airbnb is all about. It's like, you can't afford to go to a hotel. That's, then, then this is what you get. Dude, this is why I think humans should not even live in homes or own things. We just get everything so disgusting and filthy. So awful, dude. So now I have stripped. Oh, anyway, long story short, we've shut all the doors and Luna's going pee-pee and poo-poo outside. She's a very good girl. I I think she was just in distress. Um, Long story short, not only have I seen the Airbnb, I've seen its inner workings. Last but not least, As you may recall from podcasts prior, and this is it for me. This is the last grievance. Thanks for hanging in there, fam. As you may recall from podcasts prior, I, myself and Ella have recently gotten very into the American Cornhole League and have decided that we ourselves um, are very interested in becoming good at cornhole. Hannah, I just, I'm just going to text you a picture. of. So (laughs) one of the major major selling factors of this place for us was the fact that it came with cornhole. And um, I'm just going to text you a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what am I looking at here? Uh, Wait. That doesn't seem like a standard issue. Wait. (laughs) I think what you're looking at, Hannah, if I may begin to describe is yeah. a completely dilapidated, <laughs> peeling off, warped, 
plastic rolling from the surface of what was once a cornhole board, thus being rendered completely unusable for gameplay. And we tried. But if you have an entire top layer that is bubbling and crescenting upwards towards the sun, unfortunately, the one thing you need for a cornhole is an even slope. And this looks like kind of concave. Like it's... It's warped. It's warped. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's warped. It's un- uh, it is. Uh, we tried, and it is unusable. So the cornhole is unusable. The pool umbrellas are broken. The the half that is so so yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, Ella. Today, this morning was like, should we go home? And I was like, dude, I was gonna ask, like, can you get can you get like half your money back? I mean, it just seems like not worth it to stay if you can't be relaxed and happy i know and, you know this is i wish you know you I don't d- have to this is great that you're bringing all this stuff up because this is lessons in being a human which we are all about on analyze this and uh sorry i interrupted you no you're good man the debate rages on between us because i'm so desperate to find the meaning in the suffering you know what i mean and i'm like no 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 maybe Maybe we will come out on the other side of this stronger and better somehow. Like, well, we're going to learn. We're learning things about ourselves. You know, like I know how important familiar fabrics are to me. And I think now Ella has to truly accept that <laughs> the, uh, the lessons she learned in occupational therapy uh, during treatment, which is that she has to learn what environmental factors are intense for her. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I would also I would allow yourself if you if it's helpful, you know, like uh, when I'm talking about my job, I could be so I can be like, but aren't I making myself miserable and it's all my fault and I need to learn how to thrive in this environment. And if I can't thrive here, I can't thrive anywhere. And like on and on and on and on. And then I'm like, it could. You know what? Yes. Yes. I could just want a better job. It can be that simple. It doesn't have to be like I just want. Of course. Of course I do. Of course you want to go home. It could be that. It could be as simple as a black and red themed porno living room uh, in conjunction with children's sheets is actively um, disconcerting for me. What if you... (laughs) Why would it be like this? Why is it like this here, Anna? There has to be a reason. It all can't be for nothing. (laughs) I need to get a glass of water and I need to sniff my peppermints because... I think I'm tapping into that I am, uh, if I can't enjoy this vacation, that I don't have anything else to look forward to for the rest of the year. I'm just nodding my head. That's, I'm just nodding. Man, <sighs> I, you know, my friend, I think this is one of those episodes. It's kind of like when you go to therapy and you're like, I don't really have anything to talk about today. Ugh. And then you go in and it's it turns out to be one of the most helpful sessions ever. Cause I feel like this is a, you know, it's like you want, sometimes we want, we want life to make sense and we want it to feel good. And, I just, I. And sometimes you just, you gotta, you gotta be like, you know what? This, this didn't work. That's I okay. can't. Uh, I'm not. But I, I hear you, man. I hear I, you about I'm like s- the. We have been putting aside 60% of Ella's paycheck every week since she got her new job to save up for 
a month somewhere with a pool with enough bedrooms for our friends. Uh, I forgot to mention that it's one of those Airbnbs where, <sighs> Hannah, you will know, and listeners, earbuds, Hartopians, friends, you will know how deeply this affects me as I say the following. <sighs> it's one of those Airbnbs where you pull a cup out of the cupboard and the cup's dirty. Ew. I am speechless. I can't handle. I mean, do you just feel like there's weird? Are you just like doing this all the time? (laughs) Yeah, I am. Thank God. Thank God. I know that Ella lives with a mood disorder because like we're really in this together because I've always been the identified patient of relationships. Mm. I'm the one that has to bring my own pillow. I'm the one that's like, I have to wash all the dishes at a new place before we use them. Like, I've got a lot of quirks that, like, I spent years learning to accept about myself, but not in a pathologizing way, more like in a quality of life way. You know, like, I have to wash my hands. Like, there are a lot of little things I do. Like, I need to wipe down surfaces. I can't work if it's dirty. I can't sleep in a bed where the sheets come up off the bed and roll up onto the mattress. You know? Oh, oh. Yeah, Yeah, well, that... That happens here. Okay. Okay, my friend. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm okay. I'm gonna. Inter- I'm inserting myself into the situation. I've washed everything. I'm gonna. And I, I found a pistachio shell in the couch. We have not had pistachios. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that you have everyone's permission to leave this place because I'm telling you, dude, the amount of money that may be lost is not worth all of the suffering. Of three more weeks. Three more weeks. I know, Hannah. I know, I know. Like, I know. can I? I will Look, make a, I will we'll talk. a bake sale and raise money so you don't have to feel the loss. So <laughs> no, it's, oh, it's no, it's it is a keen loss because this is like our first, like, you know, post post 2020, like trial of like not trial in a like meaning that like we need benchmarks and goals. And since both of us have had unhealthy relationships with our careers and work and using those things as like benchmarks and goals and blah, 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 we thought, well, instead of productivity, instead of like that kind of um, benchmark, let's use like a positive benchmark for ourselves, you know, like say, you know, so like there are some things I really like, like the pool table's fantastic. <laughs> we could have bought a pool table for the event. <laughs> I could have just put a pool table in the studio I'm going to cry I was like, going to say I thought I was like buddy why don't you have a pool table in your studio like you <laughs> okay well the pool table is really cool okay the wi-fi is insane it's like fiber wire I don't know if there's nobody here I don't know what's up because also we have not seen any other cars in our neighborhood mm-hmm. it's just it's just like a nobody's I don't know the Wi-Fi is nuts. Like Ella downloaded a 40 minute video she had to watch in three minutes. Like the Wi-Fi is like insane, man. Like, wow. you know, and well, that's good. And there's a pool and like Ella bought, brought her little like Speedo and her little goggles um, to swim laps. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not a lap pool. It's like a kidney bean pool, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh, my friend. I mean, I can just. It's like, for better or worse, I could just see how, 
like on the surface, it's like, this may just sound like, here's some problems I'm having with this place. But it's like, it, it's so much more than that. It's like, life has been so hard for two years, basically. This was like, we're going to do something nice for ourselves and our friends. And also we're going to be kind to ourselves and like shift our focus on work. And like, we're going to look at this other wave of like, of passing time and like and it all kind of like went to shit like of course this is devastating (laughs) this would be like if i hannah gelb was like i'm gonna go to a to an art residency in canada oh my gosh i'm gonna make art every day it's gonna be great and then i got there and they were like well you can't use any of the stuff that you like to use and also everyone here hates you and also Art is dead. And also, like, you, you have to sleep outside. <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like if you wet. And here's, here's what it's like, okay? It's that the environment is like our roommate. And then the, 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 the amenities are like your tools, right? And so it's like, it's, it's as if you saved up 60% of your paycheck for six months to go uh, to this art academy. You spent it on the art academy your roommate was like a, an emotional vacuum. And you're like, oh my God, I have to share a room with an emotional vacuum. So that's like the environmental factor. And then in the classes, all the supplies that they said were like guaranteed with the program are... Right. Uh, you're like, oh, yay, look at this. And then you open it like, and it's like... Defe- like they don't you work. go to the crafty closet at, the, at like an elementary school and they're like... <laughs> yes, Exactly. Oh, God. And then you're like, and I, now I feel like I have to tell you I'm having such a great time and everything is so great and it's not. <laughs> I think we're going to turn a corner potentially. I've washed all the sheets. <sighs> I've, I've washed everything. Oh, by the way, it wasn't me that found the pistachio seed. It was Luna. I was like, Luna, what's in your mouth? What? What is this? And it was a pistachio <laughs> shell. And I was like, we haven't had pistachios. <laughs> Um, well, you've made a very compelling case for me to come and visit. <laughs> oh, and then, so this is, a, that's a beautiful segue. So Hannah, though, that was my, this is my um, grievance. I do not know. I have not yet accepted or not accepted whether or not we just uh, call it. Ellen and I have debated about going home, you know, um, to like touch our stuff, <laughs> have our towels and our, oh my God. And the spoons, I'm sure Ella hasn't noticed this. So the spoons um, are like chipped on the back. Like a lot of them ha- are like, uh, like they, they, like they were washed in a blender at some point. Like they're all, like they're chipped. Anyway, you know me. I'm a very sensory. Yeah. So you get like a weird sensitive, a weird like sensation. Every single time. Food. Like if I go to eat yogurt, I'm like, is this yogurt chunky? No, it's just the, the ed, the, the back of the spoon. And then you look and you're like, yep, there's all the little, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? We're like, God, I hate this. Dude, you know, you know I'm, what I'm talking I'm, about? I'm like, I'm, I'm ex- kind of experiencing it right now. I'm like, it's yeah, awful. Hannah Hart, some people are very sensitive to sensations. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. There's nothing wrong I'm, with that. I'm wearing my noise canceling, um, like wax seals in my ears all day, every day. So then during our first week of arriving, one by one, we start to find out that none of our friends are going to be able to come. And one of those was hearing your grievance, which I invite you to start airing now. And the rest, thank you for listening. I genuinely feel better. 
I really, really feel seen and heard, which gives me the relief and space I need to make a decision about the situation. So thank you for validating my feelings, dude, because now I can start to figure out what I need to do. Yeah, buddy. You know? And and again, like, you know, obviously you do what you want to do. You are in charge of your own life. I think from everything you've told me, I feel like you guys should go home. And also, like, it doesn't, yeah, you can just be like, turns out it wasn't, it, we didn't feel good there. End of story. Like, you do not need any more reason than that. You don't have to explain it to anybody. Like, that's just how life is sometimes. And also, you could yeah. go to an Airbnb in L.A. with a pool. Like, we could all still come. No, actually, so we started our search that way, but we couldn't oh, afford any of God them. God damn L.A., Southern California. Yeah. Southern California, man. I mean, we also looked, we, we looked around San Diego, oh. too, dude. Like, I, I think that the people that have fancy houses maybe aren't traveling as That's much. That's probably true. And, so then, like, you know, it's like that plus people who are traveling. So there's just more demand. Uh. So one by one, we find out like our friends can't come. Mm-hmm. Starting with Ella's best friend, maid of honor, Julia, who has COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, well, at least Hannah Gelb, surely our bestest work from home, uh, the love of our lives, the the. The, the third leg of the tripod of my heart, like Hannah Gelb could come. And then Hannah goes to work and <laughs> just go ahead and tell the earbuds. What oh, my gosh, dude. And now knowing what I know, I can't believe your response was like, thanks for letting me know, buddy. Because right now I see that your heart was breaking. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Hannah. So Hannah ideally would have been able to come for like a week. And then what happens? What happens for you? So I was planning to come on like a Wednesday night, drive up Wednesday after work, stay through like a Sunday. This past week on Monday, I go to work. I've been going into the office two days a week. Uh, Very like what's great is like right now I can, you know, I do. I have to go in two days, but like it's not like anyone's really there. I can kind of roll in whenever I need. And then when I'm ready to go, I can go. Got Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, work from home. Oh my God, life is so much better. So Monday I come in, I'm doing my thing and we have, and I have a meeting with my supervisor and her supervisor and they're like, um, so just want to let you know that you're getting like some official paperwork about your tardiness that will like really just make it clear that, you know, what you need to do to like not be a, a fucking shit stain on this, um, <laughs> Are you like official, unit? have it's like official paper about the tardiness. Oh, like. <laughs> You know what? Uh, Maybe we should adjust your hours. Seems like this schedule doesn't work. Like, what is it? Like, what know, does it mean? Um, no, of course. Of course can't do that. Of course can't do that. <laughs> I, I've just been oscillating between rage and despair, basically. Um, so after that, which I was like, oh, good. Thank you. That doesn't cause me a huge shame spiral at all. Um, doesn't matter that, you know, I'm like trying to figure out. ADD and like uh, doesn't matter that it's still a global pandemic and we're not all in the same place and my schedule changes all the time and because I'm facilities sometimes I go on other days too and like that doesn't matter it's just like it's up to everybody to be on top of their schedule all the time so they're like okay so first of all like fuck you for being late and then also um you're coming in every single day uh for the rest of your life starting at 7 a.m starting tomorrow this was like 1 p.m on a Monday uh. 
And I started crying because I was just like, not like, you know, like, how can you do this? But just like, okay, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. How can they tell you that they're adjusting your hours with less than 24 hours notice? Because like, and also how could they tell you that they're resuming? Like, and I see this, dude, I see this all over Reddit, that employers are just making blanket decisions as if we're not A, coming out of or B, still in the midst of a global pandemic and national trauma. Like, under what, like, why would it be assumed that you were about to go back to a 7 a.m. start, which you haven't had for over a year? Right. They could have told me like a month ago. They could have given me. And also, you know, what's fucking fucked up. If I was a mom and had kids, they're like, for sure, I'd be like, oh, well, I can't because I have to take care of my kids. Like, I, you have to give me at least like a notice. They'd probably be like, OK, there is so much like. No, that, or they'd be like, unfortunately, you're fired. Because <laughs> remember, it's not fair. It's not. There is no person under this thumb that it's fair for. Right, you know what right. I mean? And we can't look amongst the prisoners can't turn against each other, man. You know what I mean? We can't look amongst ourselves and see the enemy because we are all underneath the umbrella of the oppressor. That's true. It's just frustrating, man. It, it just feels like we, a little like weird, tiny discrimination. That's like, oh, well, I mean, your life like doesn't really. Of course, you can just like change your schedule without twenty four hours notice. Like, what? What? Like, who the fuck cares? You don't have anyone to take care of. Like, your life doesn't mean anything, anyways. Why don't you just come here and be here all day? Also, it's obviously really important that you come in every single day. You're the only person in the department who has to do that. Wow, unique to you and your position. We're still going to pay you like barely above minimum wage, though. Um, yeah. I mean, when this was happening, I was like, okay, this is the universe being like, Hannah Gelb, we have tried in every single way for five years in a row to tell you to get out of this job. And this is a, we're like, what What else is left to do? Okay, just make her go in at seven every single day. I am in total shock. <laughs> and it's been, uh, I okay, I'm sorry if I just sound like an entitled, like a pampered asshole. Like, this is not, this is a first world problem. It's not like, it's a okay problem to have i'm not dying i'm in good health you know i don't know man if i had a job where i had to go in at seven i couldn't do it man i couldn't do it but there's somebody that can feeling like there's somebody that can and wants it and needs it doesn't have to be you you know like this like guilt gratitude thing it keeps us trapped like reject the grind reject hustle culture reject the idea that you have to constantly be striving towards something as a distraction from the meaningless neglect our society has given us. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it is. It, it's what I got to leave. Got to leave. So the universe is like, Hannah Gelb, you have to come in at 7 a.m. You know what they're going to do after this? If, if you continue to ignore your need to get out from this job, the next thing that's going to happen, I bet, is going to be, uh, by the way, we monitor your internet activity and have blocked any non-university website. Oh my website. God, that would be so... See, I, that, that doesn't worry me because I'm like, no one has the time or manpower to do that. Like, <laughs> Dude, com- people do. Companies do. Oh, that's right. They do. I know private companies do that. Yeah, that is fucked. You should not be treating grown adults like bad teenagers. That does not help with and- morale or anything or like... Nor God, should you I'm be so treating f- bad teenagers in demoralizing... Uh, 
anti-identity like, driving ways. But yeah. what's really but, hard is I have to like I have to, to kind of, not the similar as you, but I have to be like, okay, it's time to go, and I have to let all of my anger and guilt and rage at myself for keeping myself in this job for half a decade. So I have to be like, okay, it's time to go, and I'm gonna let go of feeling like the worst person in the world because that's not helpful. Right. And, you know, recently I really was, I feel like I had like a little teeny breakthrough where I just I feel like, like you've had a breakthrough recently. I did. And then, but then I had another teeny breakthrough where I was like, you know, I've really been looking at like fear differently somehow. Like, cause you know, normally when I think of like doing scary things, like it always feels like so intense and horrible and like impossible and then now I'm kind of looking at it like, okay, well, what's like, what's the worst thing that could happen? And then I'm like, worst case scenario, everyone hates you, thinks you're stupid, your art is terrible, and everyone tells you so. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, but like, that doesn't have to matter to me. And that's kind of new. Yeah. You know, or even like, and I could be like, you know, everyone at this job, like, they think I'm terrible. And I'm like, I could just choose to be like, oh, okay. I don't think I'm terrible. I mean... If they think I'm terrible, like, that's okay. But I don't. Can't like everybody. Like, there's I don't some, have to. I, I, there are some people in this world I think are terrible. <laughs> right? So that's been, like, kind of a, a little light in the, man, it sucks, too, because I just started doing morning pages, you know, like, first thing in the morning, and I haven't done them since I you could bring you could you could structure you could make it that when you get to work you do your pages so as soon as you get there you do your pages so you open those fucking doors you sit at your desk and you're like here i am again morning pages morning morning web cartoon morning three panels you know yeah that's a good idea dude dude i think that's a good idea like and why don't you document it for the podcast why don't we give it a structure right today's sunday why don't you spend between now and this weekend every day doing your morning pages from the office and maybe ease up on the length of your pages, bro. Because like, <laughs> the I do my morning pages, which I've restarted because of you, um, are the size of my palm. Okay, right. no, but yeah. I did, I kind of enjoy. I, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Give yourself the free. If the length if of the pages like prevents yeah. you from doing the activity, mm-hmm. then just whatever it takes to do the activity, even if it's one page, mm-hmm. just make sure you're doing it. You know, Definitely. release the expectation behind it. It's about the action, not the result. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 Speaking yeah. of actions, there's one more action we have to take, uh, which is to take a break and then be right back as we will talk about one thing that brought us joy this week or one thing to contemplate. Uh, That's right. We were going to talk about just good stuff. <laughs> We we needed to air our grievances. I know. And now we're going to repay that by giving something back to you, which is uh, one thing that brought us joy or one thing to contemplate, which you will hear right after this. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging in there with us this week. Has has it been like this for you lately? Uh, have you tried to do something nice for yourself and it hasn't gone exactly as you wanted? Have you come to various epiphanies about the prison that you hope to escape from? <laughs> 
<laughs> and still so much uncertainty. You know, I feel like a lot of earbuds have asked us in various forms, like, how are you dealing with all this uncertainty? And I think it's, the answer is kind of like, well, I'm not. I'm not dealing with it very well at all. I think that's the only way to do it. You just have to be like, wow, that's really scary. <laughs> I'm scared. And uh, that's okay. Acceptance. Acceptance. Mm-hmm. Word. Dude. Uh, I've written down one thing that brings me joy and one thing is to contemplate. And I'm going to start with the contemplation one because it reminds me of what you just said. And I hope to do a larger episode on this. But, um, you know, I did this meditation exercise years ago, like in 2016, 2015. That was all about acceptance. And it was driven by the course was driven by the idea of what are you rejecting as instead of why can't I accept this? It's what am I rejecting? You know, Mm -hmm. like what can't effectively, what can't I accept? But what is it that I'm rejecting? And when I think about what I'm rejecting, I feel so much stronger to stop rejecting something than I do to accept something larger, you know? Oh, so it's like, yeah, so it's so, so kind of looking at the same thing, but from two different sides. And maybe one of them is more palatable, you know, like, let's say, uh, let's say I was in, this is an extreme example. This is an extreme example. Let's say I was trapped in an unhealthy marriage. And I was like, I can't accept that my marriage is unhealthy. I can't accept that. I've been trying to accept that and I can't. I've been paralyzed. Well, maybe I can stop rejecting that divorce isn't possible. Maybe I can stop rejecting that divorce will destroy me. You see what I mean? Like, it might be too hard to accept that your marriage is toxic. So instead, try and stop rejecting the idea of divorce. Wow. Yeah, dude. You see that kind of like mental puzzling, like that mental switch? I I would even, like for me, I would think I would even be like more basic. Like I would be like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop rejecting that it is unacceptable for a marriage to not be going well. Right. Exactly. Instead of the weight of accepting the entirety of your circumstance, maybe there is one aspect of this I can stop rejecting. Like, that I'm unhappy. I can stop rejecting that truth. Right. You know? And Because pushing away... I mean, I find myself doing this all the time. But doesn't it make it, like, simpler somehow? And and I only bring this up not because of me and Ella, because me and Ella, we're doing great. But somebody had mentioned it in a chat um, during one of my live streams. They had mentioned about they're in their 50s and they're getting a divorce. And I was just, like, so inspired by them in that moment because I was like, God, I hope – I mean, I, I know I am that person. And I'm just so proud that there are people making decisions for themselves anytime they can. Because we can't always, but when we can, damn, like, fuck yeah, dude, 
make that choice. Or, you know, I've got, I don't know if it's their choice or not. But anyway, long story short, that, that that's what led me to that example, you know? I, wow, dude. That's like, I gotta take a minute. I know. That's why I want to do a whole, like, we should do, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out at a later date. Um, but I thought, you know, we should do this acceptance rejection thing. But that's one thing I've been contemplating, which is instead of trying to give myself the burden of total acceptance, trying to lighten it with, um, a, a minor figuring out what it is, an aspect of something I'm rejecting. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I, th- I think that really makes it less of a huge, amorphous, nebulous thing pressing down on you, and it kind of breaks it up into what's actually happening, which is like... More simple. You're just like, oh, well, I don't want to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if I don't want to be unhappy, I might have to fifth look at that. Hmm. You know, yeah, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to accept reality. <laughs> it really is. Word, word, word. But um, so uh, well, that, that's great, dude. That was my piece for contemplation. And then uh, the thing I wanted to share that's bringing me such joy is uh, to tell you this, Hannah Gelb, I am officially, you know, as we wind down, as we start to finish out the episode, I just I can't wait to share this with you. I am. I can say this about myself. I am a Tetris expert. I am an <laughs> I am an I am an expert at Tetris. I have done the entire expert level journey of Tetris Effect. And if you go to my Twitch, you can see the clips of it. Um, or if you catch me live, we could talk about it. Uh, I've done the entire expert level journey. I was moving so fast. That I, Becca, my friends, my, my Twitch friends, people were like, I can't even figure out where the pieces are right now, man. I was in, dude, I'm a Tetris expert. I'm a Tetris expert. I haven't been, I haven't felt good at something. I feel good at Tetris. I'm good at oh Tetris. Oh my gosh, dude. You're good at so many things. No, no, I'm just saying like, I yeah. feel really good. It's so great. I'm so glad I started playing Tetris. I'm so happy. <laughs> so wonderful i'm so glad that tetris brings you so much joy that's uh it's just so great yeah and that, yeah well yeah do you uh did you wonderful did you uh, have one thing that's bringing you joy or one thing to um, contemplate you wanted to share before we before we uh, release I, the I, ether buds ether yeah, buds ether buds ether whoa gotta think about that mm-hmm. um i I feel like in theory we all know this, but I my dear friend Tisha actually sent me this on a TikTok. And I was like, wow. And it was someone asking, what is it that you wish you had been told like at the very, very beginning of your self-acceptance, self-compassion journey? And this person said, you are not trying to like arrive at a place where you are whole you already are whole and you're the work is like seeing that it's just Mm -hmm. like taking the lens off that's like you're like broken and dysfunctional and like not worthy or like blah 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 blah. taking off the blinders and i was like like, wow that was very helpful um and the thing that's bringing me joy is i gotta say my can we were you at a later date or time send that as a like a succinct 
sentence or metaphor so that we can like revisit it. Because oh, I think yeah. that's a really Get good that idea. It's not trying to be whole. It's trying to find a way to see that you already are. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, yeah. Tell Tisha to text you whatever it is they said. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, shut That's beautiful. <laughs> right? Um, and what's bringing me joy is my friends. Uh, some of you earbuds may remember... I think a year ago on Earth Day, we had our friends, Jessica and Travis and Rachel, who have a farm in Northern California, uh, and it is called Terra Cultura. It's like an agro-eco-arts farm, and um, they are bringing me a lot of joy today. We had a board meeting today, and um, everyone's just working really hard at, like, fucking growing food and building Brazilian communities. Like, they're fighting the man, and I'm so grateful for them for starting this and that I can be a part of it, and, like, good things are happening. We really don't get to hear about a lot of them. Got to keep looking for them, you know? Like uh, Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers, because the um, bad news sells stories, you know? Uh, right. And that's only and because everyone's day. so emotionally repressed. They're like, oh, a feeling. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> and every day is like a chance to be kind where you haven't been before or just like see something differently. Man, the other night I went for a run and I was like, I hate everything so much. And then this mom and her toddler started jogging next to me because she was like, oh, she's trying to catch up with you. And then I was like, oh, my goodness. Stop. You're too fast. I can't do it. You're so fast. And then I was like, I love the whole world. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Oh, my God. I mean, that's exactly right, man. And you know what? We are we are in victory. We are winning so long as we never lose sight of that. You know, the ability to see joy and the ability to like take in those experiences like, fuck, yeah, we may we may have grievances, we may suffer, but all that is is proof of life, you know. So every day I'm so grateful I'm not completely numb and dead inside. Thank fucking God. (laughs) That is a huge. That is a huge. That is huge. It's huge. Earbuds. 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 (laughs) If you can feel feelings, you gotta you give yourself a hand. A give yourself on the back. a hand if you're listening to this podcast and are capable of feeling feelings. Like, good for you, man. You're already so ahead of the curve. You're doing so <laughs> fucking great. Oh my god. So yeah. yes, I am so I'm so happy. Thank you for being here. Um, if you want to spend more time with me and have not yet taken the plunge into the Twitcherverse, uh, you can find me at Twitch. That's Twitch, like um. Uh, a uncontrollable muscle spasm. <laughs> Twitch.tv. <laughs> <aptly> named. Yeah. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash this heart mine. That's T H I S H A R T O M I N E. And if you want to find more of Hanalyze Pod, uh, you know, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Hanalyze This. Or. Yes. You can also go on the Hanalyze Pod Twitter which is at Pod, where I'm uh, usually hanging out. Uh, Until we get you off of Twitter, man, because that's also going to add more more room to your body, soul, and spirit. Just true. Well, I think, I feel like 
even if I gave up my personal Twitter, I would still want to do just the handle as pod Twitter. That's a great, maybe, I should do, maybe yeah. that's a good experiment, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. as somebody who was an independent content creator, I can tell you social media is not where it's at. <laughs> oh, no, it is uh, destroying all of us. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> 100%. Uh, except, yeah. So, you know, but anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Analyze This. Uh, please subscribe if you haven't yet. We're here every week. And um, love you super mucho. Analyze Pod. I think we got. Love you super mucho. Love you super and mucho. I just want to say it's a little small note after that last depressing thing I said. Here's the thing. Yes, yeah, social media is destroying all of us. At every moment, you have the opportunity to turn away and become present in your reality. You always have that opportunity. Every second, you are alive. It's beautiful, man. It's really beautiful. <laughs> I, I failed to do that all day long, but, but I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's beautiful, man. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Take care. Take care. Bye.